right now at T-Mobile. Get an awesome iPhone XR on us when you bring your family over and trade in your old device. Because whether you have mom, dad, or a friend on your mind, it's a gift so bold and brilliant, you'll want to keep it for yourself. Most importantly, it's on us in six vibrant colors. Plus, with unlimited everything from T-Mobile, the awesome iPhone XR will have everyone snapping, streaming, and sharing to their heart's content all year long. But don't wait, it's only for a limited time. So visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE and get iPhone XR on us. If congested, customers using more than 50 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds due to prioritization. Video at 480p via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers plus tax. Qualifying trade-in, port-in, service, and finance agreement required. Contact us before canceling our credit stop and remaining balance due. 64 gigs, zero down, plus 31.25 per month for 24 months. Pre-credit price, 749.99, 0% APR. One offer per account. Welcome into the Sun Sports Podcast Network. This is Sports on Tap, and you are listening to a pre-recorded show of Sant Live. That being said, with George and Sammy Jorjour, the best brothers in sports. Give us a listen today. You can also find us live on Facebook.com slash Sant Live. That's S-O-N-T Live. Every single day at 2 p.m. Pacific time. You can find us here on SoundCloud or on Apple Podcasts. Just type in Sant Live. I hope you enjoy. Every single day is something new and something different. Enjoy the show. And please subscribe to the podcast. We know why I know you know we know why you fill in my baseline, fill in my fill in my baseline, you fill in my baseline, you fill in, you fill in my baseline. Happy Friday and welcome into Sant Live. You are watching that being said with George and Sammy Georgeur. This is Sports on Tap. Dun, 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 dun. This is episode 424. This is Rockets Nation. Just kidding. Because uh, no we might be screwed. We got a lot of big topics today, but today's brought to you by Sant Shop. Go to SONTshop.com for your Sant gear and other sporting gear needs. And don't forget, you can always find us on all platforms, which is George's part. I just forgot that. I thought this was the end of the show. I'm your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur, and I'm coming at you live and direct, or we're coming at you live and direct from the Sant Live Studios in very cloudy Everett, Washington today. Um, cloudy and depressing. Depressing Everett, Washington. Sad uh, Everett, Washington. Sad, sad. Everett. You can find us on uh, Facebook.com slash Sant Live. Twitter and YouTube.com slash Sports and Facebook.com slash Sports also. I totally butchered that because you know what, Sammy? You didn't set me up for success there. You're like Kevin Durant. You didn't uh, set up your teammate for success at uh, that moment, but you or, know you do. Or we could go with <laughs> just like Steph Curry or just like Clay Thompson or just like Draymond Green or better yet, just like the guy I've been saying all along is not that great of a coach, Mr. Steve Kerr, that doesn't tell his team who going to give the ball in the last minute of the game. No, he did. He told who was going to give the ball to completely the wrong motherfucking person to give the ball to. Draymond Green? You got three. Of- uh, let, let's take that back for a second. He did not tell them to give it to Draymond Green. Uh, he just didn't tell them who to give it to. You, don't, you think they just went out of that timeout and said, don't run a play? They probably had a play, but the, I don't think the plan was we're just we're going to depend on Draymond. But I let's get to that later. I mean, we don't got to argue my point about Steve Kerr. Right, That's no, not a no, point of this. Yeah, answer. I know. I, well, I wasn't expecting that. I, I was j- I'm just angry. Yeah, I mean, but if you're going to blame Kevin Durant, you got to blame other people, sure, too. Sure, yeah, yeah. I'm going to blame Kevin Durant. I'm we blame have. Clay Thompson as well and, and Steph Curry and Draymond Green. 
and this whole Warriors team and Steve Kerr for literally laying an egg. When James Harden shoots 0 for 11 from 3, 0 for 20 in his last 23-point attempts, and you lose both games, you should be ashamed of yourself. My hashtag of the day today, before we get into the topics, George obviously feels some type of way today. My hashtag of the day today is that it's National Wine Day. Oh, <laughs> this is a big. This is a big trend in the NBA right now. That every player, uh, not every player, a lot of the older prominent players, the Dwayne Wade's, the Kevin Durant's. I've heard of him. Yeah, he actually does it too. The Chris Pauls, the Carmelos, the LeBrons. These guys really, really love their wine, and uh, it kind of plays a role. With right now, we're in the we're in the playoffs. Not only just that, but also it's National Wine Day, and so George. Uh, I love National Wine Day because, well, I didn't even know it was it. I love it because I love wine. Uh, my favorite wine is a Syrah. I'm more of a red wine type of guy. Me too. Not a white wine kind of guy. Even in the summertime, I know a lot of people say, oh, get me a white wine at a, at a, um, at a, at a wine tasting or, or a vineyard or whatever. I'm still a red wine kind of guy. Really? It makes even me feel the, the best. You have a, it, I, me too. I, I like red wine a lot more than white wine in, immensely. And usually I won't even order a white wine. But if I was going to – let's say you're at a pool, pool party. You're sitting at a pool and your only two options are red wine or white wine. Hot summer day. I'm talking about 94 degrees. You know, no no clouds in the sky. Straight just sun on you. Are you going with a red wine that's a little warm or chilled white wine? Can I throw a curveball? I guess you can. What about like a Sangria. I, I mean, let's say sangria is not an option because then you always go sangria. No, because that's like a red wine kind of chilled. That's chilled. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to go sangria. Okay, I, so am I. But let's just throw sangria out the water for a second. They're out of sangria. Everyone agrees with you 100%, and they are completely sold out of sangria. Do you go white? Sangria wine? is technically a type of wine. It is a type of wine. I know, I agree. I'm saying they say they're sold out of sangria because it's so good. It is the only option. You're right. That's the best option. They're no, that's out. not the only option because the other options are. Hot red wine or, or cold white wine yeah, or cold sangria. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, no, no, but we're sold out of the sangria. Let's just assume we're sold out. Well, I'm not getting wine. That's not a fair answer. I'm saying do you choose in the summertime white wine or red? That's it. No sangria. If you had to choose, you're never going to be in this situation. It's very hypothetical. Then I'll just go with the red wine because this would never happen. That's like me telling you, oh, every single beer you like is not available. What, what beer do you have? And you're like, oh, I'm going for vodka then. No, but you have to pick a beer that they don't have. Okay. Well, so well, well, I'm not picking a wine. All right. Don't pick a wine. That's your. I'll drink it. I'm picking sangria. They're out. Sold out. <laughs> And the reason I answered it like this is because George doesn't allow hypotheticals I on know, the show. I know so that's I'm why, not going to give a hypothetical. That's why, that's why I'm doing that. No, that's why I'm not answering. I know, George doesn't but, allow but that's why I'm laughing, and I know you're doing that on purpose. I already answered, though. I'd go with the red wine. Gabe uh, said KD and Curry choked last night. They did. Uh, More KD than Curry, but they both played very bad in the fourth quarter. You know, I'm, I'm almost at the point. I think I've said this with everybody. I don't like calling anybody a choker. Um I've never called That's James Harden a fair. choker. I've never called Curry a choker. I think these, this is who Curry and Durant are. So I, to be a choker, I, there's one scenario where I ever said something was choking, and that was LeBron James against the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, that yeah. was choking because you've already been in the situation where I trust you. Mm-hmm. I know he hadn't won a championship yet, but at that point, I trust LeBron James to do his job. Me too. I don't necessarily, not that I, this is not a knock on KD or Curry, but I don't see them on the level of LeBron. And I don't see James Harden on the level of a LeBron or Jordan or any of these guys. So it doesn't necessarily shock me when they don't 
you know, have their 20-point fourth yes. quarters because I know Curry is a volume guy. I know Curry's the kind of guy that whatever quarter it's hot in, is that's the quarter he's going to get his points. Now, the person I'm disappointed in the most, though, is Kevin Durant because choker or not choker, he was supposed to be the consistency piece on this team, and somehow he's turned into the guy that seems like almost more of a problem than the solution because I think you alluded to this before the show. I won't say much about it, but you made the comment of, Curry's seemingly better without him. He's it's better. I, I'm, I'm not saying the team is necessarily better. But Curry so, seems but, better. But Curry, when Durant's not on the floor, uh, this year more than last year, they have this dynamic where when they're playing together on the court at the same time, I don't feel like it flows as smoothly as it usually does. I saw a stat yesterday that I hated, and I, I say this about James Harden, so when someone I like does this, I'm going to say the same thing. Kevin Durant yesterday, Sammy, Kevin Durant only passed the ball 22 times the whole game. Like that doesn't bother me though. It does when you play on the Golden State Warriors and that's your team and why you joined that team. If you want to play ISO ball, KD, that's not why you came to Golden State. I just and not only that, he then he looked passive. He also doesn't look assertive when he has the ball. In the fourth quarter, he disappeared. And frankly, I know this is the weirdest thing I've ever said. The moment looked too big for him. Yeah, so see, that's more of my issue. That's why I don't mind the not passing that many times because if you are LeBron James or Kevin Durant or James Harden or Steph Curry, I don't need you to pass that much, right? Right. But when you do not pass, I better see you take decent shots. Right. I better see you when you're off the ball doing things, right? So here's the thing. As much as Kevin Durant might have been uh, not passing a lot yesterday, right? I don't feel as if he was taking very successful shots or Absolutely. setting himself up for the most success when he had the ball in his hand. Absolutely. And then on top of that, we saw him not last game. Well, we did see this last game, but even the game before is when he doesn't have the ball in his hands and he's not passing apparently, he's also not doing anything off the ball. So it's kind of the whole issue in itself. Because if Kevin Durant was hot, George, what would you say? Don't pass it. But the right. problem is when he is not passing, he's not even making – useful time out of it the dude was yeah. having his back to the basket at seven foot from the three-point line and doing turnaround jays airballing them and he's not even he has the best pull-up three maybe most consistent pull-up three in the league because no one can block it he's the longest man in the nba with his combined with uh, with athleticism and speed more than even lebron james and he's not going to the hole and he's not doing anything with the ball I never saw him be assertive with the ball. So it's not that I have a problem with him not passing that many times. I more have a problem that when he's not passing, uh, what are you doing with the ball? And right. I have a problem with that way he was handling the situation. Yep, uh, absolutely. And, um, I mean, here's, like, a couple of things. I completely agree with everything you just said there. And uh, I'm, this is going to kind of be a little bit of a segue to our the next, what I want to really discuss. But this series has showed me one thing that's huge in this NBA that I don't think I actually haven't heard many people talk about too much. You probably you might have, so tell me if you have. One thing I don't I don't hear talked about enough. This series has shown me only one thing and one thing only: the gap between LeBron James being the best player in the NBA and everyone else is so far. It's so big. It's 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 not it's not a slither between our two tables right here. It's literally an ocean. I mean, this guy. James Harden, our MVP, 0 for 11. Come on, this guy's not the MVP. He's not even the MVP on his own team. Chris Paul is. Kevin Durant, some people are saying he's better than LeBron James. You see, you, you watch those two guys, Kevin Durant and LeBron James, separate games, and explain to me how you think Kevin Durant's better. It makes no sense. Steph Curry, love him, best shooter of all time. He's nowhere near LeBron James. He can't carry a team. 
these guys are all so far. LeBron James is by far still the best player in the NBA, and he's going to probably be the best player next year. LeBron James, to me, continues to, like, I know this game doesn't matter for LeBron, like, as far as what happens between the Rockets and Warriors game. But to me, it just I see the gap even more now. When I watch LeBron James play, I never feel like, even though sometimes LeBron takes plays off or you say he's not trying, but you always feel like LeBron is calculating at least something in his head. Yeah, this this game didn't tell me that because I've already known that. Yeah. So for me, I think I even said it to you yesterday. Like for me, this is just added to the fact that I don't want to hear it from anybody yeah, more yeah. than anything. Like for me, I've been saying from the get go, it's LeBron James, and you know me. No, I've been I saying know, I know this I know. league. There is no. Everyone said, man, maybe next year, the, KD. I know, but that's how I felt. I'm like maybe next year. Is hey, so even so, you, yeah, even you would tell me maybe next year. I'm like, there's literally like, not, not even this a gap. year. Maybe next year. Maybe and no, 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 no. It's not. Next on top year of all this, first of all, before we even get to their talents, at no point in time for me personally, it's probably it's it's case by case scenario. But no right. point in time for me. Would anyone on the Golden State Warriors be allowed to be considered better than LeBron James on this current Warriors team? Because that's just the reality of it. That's like we're talking about the two back a back to back MVP and then the MVP after that joined forces, right? Yes. And you're supposed to tell me that that makes them better. And everyone can give me the whole LeBron and D Wade, this guy and this guy. I get it. That's fine. You can see it the way you want to see it, but. I've seen LeBron James for the last, what, how many years has it been? 12 to 15 years? Whatever Just it is. dominate the league. And there's no guy, doesn't matter who he joins and who he doesn't join, I'm not comparing it to Kevin Durant, who Kevin Durant joins in this. I mean, there's a reason guys like KD have to go join Curry. Right. Because I think everyone, even in the league, knows that it's LeBron and the rest. Yes. And it's not close. It's never been close. Give LeBron James this Rockets team. Forget take off Paul or Harden or one of them. They win the championship. They win the championship. Give LeBron this Warriors team. Flip Durant in uh LeBron. They, go, they I mean if they, they sweep if, this if, Rockets. If they really wanted to go 82 and 0, they could go 82 and 0. And they would sweep this Rockets team. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. And this is a segue to something that I, I find to be important. People are going to I mean, I'm going to get as usual, uh, a little pushback from from the people, but you know what? Sometimes you need you, you need a voice of reason. Sam, who's the most valuable player on the in, in the NBA this year? LeBron James. No, who who who's winning the most valuable player of the league? James Harden. Who's the most valuable player? Actually, in this? we're not one hundred percent sure about that. LeBron's uh, yeah. definitely second in voting right now, so we're not right, really sure. Right, right, but I mean, I think the t- I hope LeBron wins. But who's the MV- who's MVP of the playoffs so far? Of the playoffs? Yeah, LeBron James. Okay, who's the MVP of the Western Conference playoffs so far? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the most valuable player in this on the Rockets team. He's their voice. He's their leader. He's their little like. He's he has some dog in him, man. I love Chris Paul, and I feel so absolutely bad that he's going to be out next game. Hopefully, he's back for Game Seven. But this is an opportunity for James Harden to redeem himself for all his playoff woes. Some people say they're exaggerated. Some people don't. But Game Six, Game Seven. Are we going to get some reasoning why you asked me this question? Yeah, there's a reason. The reasoning I'm asking all these questions is Chris Paul has been the real MVP for the Rockets this series and this playoffs. James Harden has a chance to redeem all of that and be the real MVP of the league and the real MVP of the NBA if he can win one of the next two games or even just show up shooting. I, I, even if he if they score 35 and he looks good doing it or he scores 25 even, 20 and looks good doing it, 
and they lose, I'll, I'll give him respect to do anything without Chris Paul. But he hasn't shown up the last few games. Chris Paul's carried this team. And in general, I just hope I hope we see something out of him next game. That's all I want to say. And I think he I think Chris Paul's the most valuable player on this team. And I think this series might be caught. I said they're not gonna win a game, but they might not they might have won this series. But if Chris Paul's not playing, I don't think they stand a chance anymore. And I could be totally wrong because I've been wrong so many damn times about this series. Well, I still don't understand the basis of your question really quick before I get into my part. What was the point of asking me who was the MVP? Because everyone's trying to tell me that James Harden is the most valuable player in this league when really it's... Well, I mean, he was the MVP of this regular season. So this is where where I'm almost getting tired of talking about MVP stuff and when people bash, I can't believe Westbrook's MVP. Okay, so if we're talking James Harden, right, and we're right. talking LeBron James, whatever. We're talking LeBron James, let's say, for a second. Okay. Everybody knows the most valuable player in the league is... Lebr- well, no, not everyone knows because obviously we've been convinced all I season. I didn't ask that- you said who's the MVP award. I said the most valuable <laughs> player in the league is... Like I said, people are trying to convince me it's James Harden. That that's my problem here. Do you see what? Right, I'm not. I'm do you not, see my? Do you see my point? Hold on, hold on. Like, let's just let's let's pretend I'm asking you this question because okay. that's what I'm asking. You're asking the me. The most you know, valuable player in the NBA is LeBron James. Always, right? In my now, opinion, is now the most valuable player award. Yes, is not based like that. The most no. valuable player award, year in and year out, right. and year in and year out, has been the story of the year. Now this year. During the reg- and the other part was yeah. it's a regular season award. It really so is. this year during the regular season, the most valuable player for the story was James Harden. Right. And to be honest, statistically, outside of LeBron James, he probably was the next most valuable, valuable player. player. Yeah. But that doesn't always translate to the playoffs. That doesn't always translate to a full series. Absolutely. That doesn't always translate to multiple seasons. So yeah, you know what? We know James Harden has been an absolute MVP in many regular seasons in his career, right? And to go more into why I think James Harden actually is valuable Mm -hmm. is the fact that he's self-aware. So there's a lot of players in the NBA, a.k.a. Russell Westbrook, a.k.a. Carmelo Anthony, a.k.a. a lot of superstars that have come into this league and done nothing that have never been self-aware to say, hey, I... I'm a great regular season player and I'm a great overall talent, but I've had trouble closing out in the playoffs. I would love for you to join me. Right. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, this, that's the one thing I've given him credit for my whole. Yeah. And he's, this is he's where not only self-aware he's self, he's, he's comfortable enough in his own skin to bring in another alpha male. Yeah. And so I think James Harden was the MVP of this league by the definition of MVP. Really the most valuable player was LeBron, but by the way, the award works, who is the most valuable player? Pretty much, this is how the award works now. Outside of the actual best player, who's the most valuable next? This year, it was James Harden. And it's a regular season award. It's kind of odd how it works. And it is what it is. But he was so self-aware to this point that he knew, you know what? I really can't do this by myself. I don't want to be Westbrook and just be known as the guy that gets a triple-double, gets booted out of the first round, which happened now two times in a row, even when Westbrook got his talent. Right. And now James Harden is so self-aware and has been valuable for the team where he can say, hey, and by the way, I'm shocked about this. As much as I've loved James Harden, I'm completely shocked that even last night they asked him, how do you feel about your shot not going down? He said, it's okay. We won, and I'm really going to give it all. I got on the defensive end and trusted my guys to hit shots. That is something I never thought in my entire life of watching James Harden. Would I see or hear a situation 
where James Harden was like, yeah, shot's not falling. So I gave him my all on the defensive end, trusted my teammates. Yeah, his shot. And so that's where his shot what? But now I was going to say, what, what's wrong with his shot? Why Why is someone who's such a... I mean, no, it's an it's a okay question to ask. Yeah, I asked his shot what? Yeah, you like, said what? his shot. Yeah, shot what? why... I didn't say it's not an okay question, did no, I? No, no, but like... What is wrong with him? Why is, is this happened multiple times in the playoffs for him? Like 0 for 11 from three, 0 for his last 20. Do you th- it, why is he getting into these shooting slumps late during the playoffs? Is it mental? Is it fatigue? It, what is it? It's a little bit of both. He's always had some fatigue problems by the end of the year. And one right. reason behind that is I know the guy has played multiple 82-year seasons, and he mm-hmm. and he does he's a high-volume scorer in the okay. NBA. And... and I know people hated on him for his defense, which I've done many times in the past. It's been pathetic a lot of years, but it's because he was so high volume on the offensive end. And now we're starting to see when his high-end offensive volume isn't there, he's starting to play more defense. And I just think he's one of those guys that I don't think has enough to do it on both ends all the time. So I think, to be honest, one of the biggest issues this series is they've asked him to play more defense from the get-go because if he doesn't play defense – we're talking about a serious liability on the court against the Golden State Warriors who are probably what? One of the most, probably the scariest offensive team of all time when they're clicking. And so I think he's had to focus on defense to start games. And that's been a slight issue for him and on the offensive end. And now the thing is, it's not just him right now. A lot of the team, both teams right now, we're talking about two teams that break three point records. They're both struggling to get hot from three other uh, than in random they're, quarters. They're, I mean, the two maybe highest, I mean, I, I guess if you, you know, those people say, I love the 1990s basketball and the dirt and the missed shots and all that. We got it last night. So there you go. Yeah. If you love seeing <laughs> 94 to 92, that's, you know, that's there for you, go. you got, you got 90s basketball again last night. I mean, both of these teams just, I mean, I, I'm not, there's not just saying um, James Harden, James Harden shot like shit. Kevin Durant played like shit. Uh, Steph Curry didn't play well. I wouldn't say he played like shit. Clay Thompson, as much as I like Clay Thompson, the, Clay Thompson isn't can't create his own shot. Um, the Warriors are built in a way where you know if one injury. I thought they could sustain injuries. Andre Iguodala is not that big of an injury, but when you're only literally five guys on the team, there's literally five guys on the Warriors. <laughs> Yeah, you lose one of them. I mean, that. but and, and the Rockets, on the other hand, with Chris Paul being hurt, they only have seven guys too. They only have seven guys with Chris with Paul. With Chris Paul, so they, I mean, they, the Warriors are definitely a little. I take that back. The Rockets have a deeper lineup, maybe, but the Warriors utilize their lineup a yes. little more. The, the yes. Warriors utilize eight to nine deep sometimes for quick spurts. Yeah. Where the Rockets, on the other hand, have seven guys. They I, literally play seven guys. Look, there's no, in my opinion, there's no way the Rockets win this series if Chris Paul doesn't play. Yeah, but let's get back to James Harden for a second. Yeah. You're asking about his shot. And for me, it's shocking partially because, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a great three-point shooter. But the other end, man, the thing is, we're talking about a game where Chris Paul was the leader in three-pointers. Right. You know, Steph Curry shot two for eight. Steph Curry, Steph Curry and James Harden have had kind of the same trajectory this series where oh, they both yeah. had a really amazing quarter, and the rest of it's been tough. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I don't know if it's a product of them or it's a product of – this matchup, I think this matchup has been tough for both teams. And I think this is why from the get-go I said seven, because this is a type of matchup where they both have long players. They both have good defenders, right. and they both are hot and cold. And we've seen the hot and coldness happen. Now, James Harden does deserve a little bit of 
a little bit of criticism for not being able to hit a shot. But the reason I always have been, not always, like right now during the show always, have been okay with the way he's playing is because, like I said, this is the first time I've ever thought I'd say, you know, James Harden's shot's struggling, but he's giving it all he has on defense. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing. And now the biggest problem is with Chris Paul out, we're going to have to see if Harden can give effort on the defensive end and find a way to hit some shots. Yeah. And once again, I don't care if he goes 0 for 5, 0 for 10 next game from from 3. But I want to see this guy, you know, I want to see him shoot 50% from 2 then and have 20 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists and and do everything even if it's not ending if it, even if it doesn't end up being a win, I want to see him do everything to possibly will his team to yeah, a win. Yeah, me too. Even if they lose the game, I can garner some more respect for James Harden. I just I just don't like how he's been playing. I do like his self-awareness completely, but I find him to be he, he's a very he's very much more cerebral than Russell Westbrook. He kind of understands the room. He knows the pulse of a room and things like that. So you have to give him credit where credit's due. But I do believe he has some sort of mental block or something in the playoffs where his jumper just goes away. And whether that's fatigue or a mental block, I'm not sure. But he seems like his jumper always goes away at the wrong times. And he, here we are again talking about it. But they won the game, and that's really what's important. And I hope... Chris Paul's back for Game Seven because the only, the one thing I don't want out of this series, we've had such a fantastic series, and I think he's out for the rest of the series because of Vegas's line. I think Vegas right away put their line at minus eleven yesterday, and they put the line at the series minus one seven. I think that's assuming he's hurt, not necessarily out, because I think Vegas, even with Chris Paul, they know he's the one guy that's willed this team to win. Yeah. So even if he's on the court. But he's not 100% now. Now they're still screwed. Yeah, so, I know that. And that's, I don't think it's about Vegas it, it, knowing it, it, he's it out. It sucks. Yeah. It because really sucks, Sammy. He's been the best guy in this series. He's he has. been better, he's been than, better Durant. than Durant. He's been better than Curry. He's been better than Harden. He's been better than Clay. Now, is he the best player out of all those guys? I don't think so. I think Harden's a better player than him right now. But I think CP3's done the smartest thing you could do, and that's saved all, most of your energy for the Western Conference Finals. Here's, and he's channeled it all in this series, and he's been the – outside of LeBron James to me, he's the second-best player playing in the playoffs. Well, I mean, I think he's been more valuable technically than LeBron James' yeah, playoffs because LeBron, well, while LeBron has carried everything for his team, I think the task at hand for Chris Paul – in the Warriors, a team that this is a narrative that I've never agreed with, mm -hmm. but there's always been a narrative that Steph Curry and the Warriors always get Chris Paul because of that one crossover mm -hmm. that Steph Curry had. Well, they had the, with the they had the Clippers. No, yeah, they beat the my point? ten times in a row. Yeah, that's not getting Chris Paul. If LeBron James loses to the Warriors, I don't think the Warriors got LeBron's number. I think. They might be outmanning him because they have forced all-stars while LeBron is doing it all by himself. There's been a narrative. I didn't say the narrative that the, the Warriors are better than the Clippers, and that's wrong. I'm saying there's a narrative that Chris Paul gets his ass whooped by the Warriors as a player, not record-wise, but as a player. And he really hasn't. He's actually competed really well against Steph Curry. He's always had good statistics against Steph Curry, and we know he's a top-notch defender. But with that narrative that he always gets his ass beat against the Warriors, this was a huge series for Chris Paul, and he had a way bigger task at hand in the Western Conference Finals to get to the finals than LeBron James would have in the East. That's true. Even with LeBron's team. As much as Boston is, is amazing, they're obviously really good for some reason, but th you got to remember, they still are missing their two best players. And they, it's, it's more of a coaching thing than a talent thing, I think, right now. Mm -hmm. So I think what Chris Paul's done is amazing. But let me tell you why, briefly. Mm -hmm. And I, I think 
you know, I, guys, if you're watching right now, I'd keep an eye out for us over the weekend. We, you never know. We might do yeah. a show pre, uh, uh, you know, pre game seven of the the series or Monday before the game seven if there's a game seven. But let me tell you why I think the Rockets can still win. All right. This is the most daunting thing if you're a Warriors fan that you could possibly see Absolutely. is the, the Warriors so shot true. 44% and 38 from three. While on the other end, the Houston Rockets shot 30% from three, 8.5 less percent and 37% from two. Jesus. And somehow with James Harden on top of that, James Harden going 0 for 11 from three, somehow they lost to the Rockets. And yeah. that's daunting because let me tell you something. They might shoot that right. and James Harden might come out next game and shoot 50%. And then you lose. And you lose because now we're talking about the Warriors that have that same percentage. And you're talking about a Houston team that's shooting 40% from three, even without Chris Paul. And let me tell you this. James Harden, yesterday, as much as Chris Paul was the savior, he didn't play that well. He was four for nine from three. He was six for 19 in total. That means he made two field goals outside those four threes the right. entire game. Everybody last night on the court for both teams did not play that well. Yeah. And my thing is James Harden and Chris Ball combined for 39 points. I've seen James Harden himself. <laughs> he had 40 something in game one. Yeah, exactly. If the Warriors played the same way they did in James Harden, can find it in himself to hit his jumpers and play like he did game one, we could be, and I'm not predicting a win for the Rockets, but we could be talking about a Rockets winning in six. And, and if that happens, I will be, I mean, that's one of those things where you come out here and you say, wow, I was so wrong about James Harden. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I, I, I know, like, I don't think you've been right or wrong about James. Harden. I feel like I've been more right about James Harden than I get credit for. In the playoffs, but that I mean that's why everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But this is who I thought he was, and he's kind of showing me what I thought. And I use words sometimes that exaggerate my real feelings about players because I, I think he's a Hall of Famer. You know, I think he's a great player. But my point is, I think he, I think what you're saying is all right because, look, like you said, Chris Paul really didn't shoot that well. James Harden didn't really shoot that well. Well, the whole team shot awful. <laughs> yeah, they shot awful, and they still won. How if James Harden comes out in Golden State and is on fire? How about if they go up 10 quickly? Is Golden State, has Kevin Durant shown us anything to say, man, when, when the time gets tough and we're down 10 points, well, boy, you, I'll carry you guys. Has he shown us anything of that? Well, that's a good question, and that's something that I do want to talk about before we move on from the series. Yeah. Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? We've talked about like the gap between him and LeBron, and it kind of got into why LeBron's greater. Right. But... Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin who? Like, what are you doing? I mean, I, I, tell you, I don't mind him not passing, but if you're going to have the ball on your hands, I, you were supposed to be. What do you shoot? Can you just say that out loud? Eight for 22. Oh, good job, Kevin. Eight for 22. And if it wasn't for, I, I'm not, the refs had no involvement who won the last game. Kevin Durant went 10 for 10 from the free throw line. And there was a lot of questionable calls for both teams last night. Very soft called game. But that's not why either team won or lost. But, you got to think about that. 10 of those 29 points he had were from the free throw line, and he shot 8 for 22. Yeah. And he was just like game 5 or game 4. He was non-existent in the last couple of minutes of the game. No, no. Yeah, he was lost. I couldn't find him. I, and, I, I, I'm – are we sure – like you asked me this earlier. Are we sure he's on Golden State next year? I don't I'm not sure. If they lose. If, if they win, he's there. But yeah. if they lose, are we sure? I don't think he is. Me either. 
Um, I, I'm not sure. Here's about the either, thing. I don't the think. other thing that bothers me about what KD did yesterday, um, zero assists, zero steals. That's not good. One block and four rebounds. He's a seven foot five wingspan. You yeah, should be getting a couple good, rebounds. Yeah. You should get a couple steals. Exactly what you said. What you're you not, say? If you're not playing good, go go hit the boards, bro. And that's the only reason. The only reason that I. I, I'm saying you're right, but not wrong about James Harden about this series. Let's say specifically for me is because the thing that shocked me the most is while James Harden has had numbers like Kevin Durant from the field goal and yeah. and whatnot, for some reason I'm noticing James Harden on the court more than the. He has a pretty long beard. No, seriously, no. <laughs> seriously, he does have a long beard and it's a little more noticeable. But Kevin Durant also has seven five wingspan. He's a seven foot. Guard pretty much, and Sammy, Sammy. out of everything, I noticed the I've noticed James Harden on the defensive end more than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, if I'm not mistaken, was in talks for being a defensive player of the year. He this was year, correct. Sammy, do you remember the point of a game yesterday? I asked you a question, and you said he has the ball. Was, oh, I, George said, "Why is well, Kevin Durant?" Well, on he the goes, game? "Okay, James Harden's on the bench right now. Chris Paul's much. Oh, it's the, it's the or Steph Curry's off the court. He's like, man, where's Kevin Durant? I was like, the ball's in his hand, and George's like, I don't even notice him right now. Yeah, and like, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, he had the ball in his hand, and he kind of just held it. And he, passed it you know what he was like, doing actually? He was on the right wing at the three-point line with his back to the basket like this, with the defender. Yeah, on, I could looking around. It was hard to see who it was. With yeah, the ball. but like I know who Kevin Durant is, folks. Okay, but <laughs> you know, he but, had his back to the basket right. at the three-point line doing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. This that's that's uh I think I'm not that's why I'm not saying you're wrong about James Harden, but that's where I see the slight difference in James Harden recently. In the last couple of years, absolutely not. But this year the biggest difference I see is somehow, some way, I'm still noticing James Harden out there. Whether that's the one big steal he had for a dunk with right. six minutes left. Right. He, he took that from a six to an eight point game. And that all started with the defensive play by James right. Harden and that guy has probably been criticized other than maybe playoff uh, butthole shrinkage, as we, as we say in this show. What has James Harden been criticized most for in his career outside of, like, the all, like including playoffs, not regular that, season, everything? That he does, it's not that he's a bad defensive player. Doesn't he try. doesn't give a, enough effort on the defensive end, which turns into a bad defender. Yeah, and so now I'm appreciating that he's playing some good defense. While on the other end, I'm expecting Kevin Rand, if your shot's not falling... Let me see you get some blocks with those seven foot five Absolutely. arms. Let me see you get a couple steals. Don't you think he should be able to jump a couple passes? <laughs> yes, and uh, uh, it's been pretty sad. It it really has. And I want to uh, let's uh, get to a point I wanted to get to here uh, after this game. I think we've kind of exhausted all avenues yeah, and, of this game. If it goes game seven, you guys, I know it's Memorial Day, but we'll probably be yeah, live we'll, Monday. We'll come on live Monday early in the day. Yeah, like a noon. Seven. I don't know what time the game is on Monday. It's at six, but we'll come on early we'll come so on. we can avoid uh, to, to enjoy our Memorial Day. But we'll come on. We'll give the people what they want. Um, okay, I want to ask you a question. That this might be copyrighted. Yeah. What? <laughs> give people what they want. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> a, Yeah, I didn't mean to do that. I was just like, Never mind. George is just freeballing out here. We freestyle. We freestyle quite a bit. But here's the point. Um, We know. All right. I'm choosing the Warriors in seven. You're choosing the Rockets in seven, I believe, is what you're choosing. Well. There's not talk about it like. Well. Yeah. It depends upon Chris Balls. Okay. Fair enough. I have a feeling. We didn't even mention this just really quickly about the injury. I have a feeling he could play tomorrow, but I think they don't want to risk it if he's like, if it's a very iffy hamstring. And their thoughts are, what's a better chance for Chris Paul with less rest mm-hmm. in Golden State after winning two in a row 
Or do we have a better chance? Chris Paul taking a game off, having three or four days rest, right. which this would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three days rest in Houston and not having to go for the third straight win. I think that's a way better chance than also, okay, he plays next game, they lose, and now he has that strain again. Fair enough. So my assumption now, if he's out on Monday, I'm going to pick the Warriors unless somehow James Harden wills them to a win, okay. which is not an insane not possibility. possibility. But I'm going to pick the Rockets in seven, yes. Okay, I'm picking the Warriors in seven. Now here's the question I wanted to post to you, and we'll try to get this quickly because I know it's all, it's game starting in about an hour. Um, is this LeBron? If if LeBron James, well, either way, is this LeBron James's last game in Cleveland in his career as a Cavalier? Oh damn! I had one more Rockets question. I thought that okay, was a good question. Okay, go ahead. If Chris Paul was didn't get his hamstring hurt, we had two games left. Yeah, Warriors win the series. Oh my God, this no, guy. Sorry, is I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant to say. Yeah, Warriors win the series. This guy, I, I saw just, this. I saw them do this against Oklahoma City Thunder. I believe. I actually believe. We saw them go down three one and then say, "Okay, let's try now." This time they were like, "We're, we're they're legit yeah, down." I mean, that, I mean uh, you want me to say? I mean, that's a very hypothetical. I can tell you, but that's how I feel. I think the Warriors would have won the last two games, and I probably would have been wrong, maybe or maybe right. I don't know. We were never gonna find out, right? We'll never find out. Well, and that's mean, what sucks. We might have James Harden. Tomorrow, I I know, but we would never find out if if you said if Chris Paul's playing. Like that's always a different dynamic. True, but if the Rockets win anyways, then it doesn't really matter. No, no, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, is this LeBron's last game in Cleveland? It is not. I say I still think they win this series, so I'm gonna say no. It is not. This is not LeBron's last game in Cleveland. I'll tell you why. For two reasons. One, he's re-signing in Cleveland, and number two. They're going to the NBA Finals. That's how I... So, I, I, I agree with 50% of what you said. I know you don't think he's staying in Cleveland, Me but too. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, this Boston Celtics team is not going into a Quicken Loans arena and getting a win over LeBron James tonight in Cleveland. If they do, Sammy, I'm out. There's things that shock me, and there's things that surprise me. That would shock me more than anything. Now, if you're telling me LeBron doesn't want to win this game and he pulls a... 2009 against the Celtics. Like, I'm just going to kind of... But why would he do that? I think he sees vulnerability. Like, I, I actually think he looks at the Western Conference Finals. He sees the Warriors are a little bit more vulnerable than he thought. And maybe and if he, he sees can win them. one game against them, they choke. Yep, and he also sees that the Rockets might have a very major injury. And still might make the finals with that major injury. Yeah, so I think he actually really cares to win this game. I, I think LeBron James comes yeah, out. Yeah, no, tonight. I didn't say he wouldn't have that option. I'm just saying no, no, if I'm, that was a case. Right, right. I'm just saying there's sometimes you can find a case for why he would want, maybe not want to win. But I think I think he sees this and thinks he has a shot to win the championship. Yeah, so for me, it's not the last game in Cleveland because they're going to the championship anyways. And number two, I think he's staying in Cleveland. Right. So Even if for me, lose, you, don't, you don't think this No, is no, I think he's okay. resigning in Cleveland. I, I just think at this point in his career – um, I think he probably looks around the NBA. Now, I think the only other option, I think there's two other options, obviously, is the Lakers because it's become it's become kind of this fairy tale option that's become a reality almost that we're not sure if it's actually reality, but it's just become one. It's it's I don't I think it's a reality, but people are saying it is. Okay, so. people are saying it's reality because it's it's been made a reality, and right. we don't know if it is. It's just like when we say he's going to Houston. It's something that sounds like a reality that there's technically no sources that say he is going there. But there's no sources that. But the thing is, everywhere. everyone's assuming that he's either staying in Cleveland 
going to LA, and some say possibly the Rockets. If the Rockets don't beat the and Warriors, some say the Philadelphia 76ers. Which that's also see that's also one of those fairy tale ones that I think hasn't been around long enough to become a true option. Right. And so the Lakers are a fake option to me. So are the Rockets, and that doesn't mean it can't happen. But I just think those have been made up by media. And people around the media, we've all made this kind of an option. How about if he has a meeting with them? Is it a fake option? No, I no. think it's an option. I think he's he had meetings with the Chicago Bulls, and I didn't think. I mean, like he's had meetings with other teams. Yeah, I'm but just LeBron saying, James doesn't waste his time with meetings unless he was actually like, let me see what you guys have to offer. Right? Okay, correct. But this is not a this is not a debate because neither one of us no, know. No, so no, my know. thing is, I think it's a fake source because it's not even a source. For me, it is a situation where. Right now, he plays for Cleveland, and we have no reason to believe outside of our own thoughts, or there's no reason or concrete evidence that he's going anywhere after this. So for me, I think he's trying to finish his career in Cleveland, and I think he can get somebody to come sign in Cleveland. There are a lot of free agents on the market this season. Um, it's actually a very interesting free, market, free agent uh, market. So I think LeBron's going to convince somebody to come to Cleveland. They still have Kevin Love. I think they're going to work out some pieces, and he's going to stay there. Because I just don't see L.A. as a full possible option, which it could be wrong. And I don't see Houston as a place he's going because I still think Houston's winning the series. And I don't think he's going to go to a team that went to the finals without him. Um, so I just don't see many options outside of Cleveland. And the only – there's been sources that have said, oh, sure, L.A. Um, some people say, oh, sure, Houston. There are people that say – LeBron doesn't see many great options outside of Cleveland even. And I think they're all have a little bit of truth, but I just think the ultimate truth right now to me is he's in Cleveland. He's from Cleveland and his legacy for me is best in Cleveland. All right. That's fair enough. I, I mean, I, I agree with some of what you said. I disagree with some of what you said. I think ultimately it's going to come down to two teams to sign LeBron James this offseason, and that's the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Los Angeles Lakers. And just to see which team is going to be able to build them a better contender. I, I think that's really what it's going to come down to. What about Houston if they don't make the finals? I don't see it for some reason. I, I really don't. I don't think he wants to go and join someone who just won, who I think is going to actually end up winning the MVP award. That's why I, but I'm, these are just predictions. Yeah, it's just like me saying your Lakers theory yeah, makes absolutely. no sense, I, I, and you saying, "Well, Houston makes no sense." Well, they maybe they both make sense, and maybe they both don't make sense. Maybe he's in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't I have know. No maybe idea. he goes to San Antonio. I'm, maybe I'm, he shocks us all and joins Kawhi in San Antonio. Yeah, I have no idea, but this is just like I'm using my theories. I think it's Cleveland, LA. That's it. Yeah, I, I think it's 80 percent Cleveland, ten percent Houston, ten percent LA. Yeah, I think it's if if that's what you think, I think it's fifty fifty. That's fair. Yeah, that's but, what I think. But, but I'll tell you this. I have no My percentages probably make more sense because he just happens to already be in Cleveland. So there's a better <laughs> chance he stays where he's at than goes somewhere. That's not true. I mean, we can't just say your percentage. No, based off, of, based off of where he's already at. Sure, yeah, your percentage makes more sense. Okay, give me more reason. <laughs> give me how Cleveland's equal to L.A. for him, uh, well, for LeBron James. How is Miami more equal than Cleveland? He, I don't give anything oh, just because he happens to be there now. I was what? I was Miami when he left Miami. I wasn't like, oh, he's ninety percent going to Cleveland. Like, no, I I think this guy literally, at the end of his season, just gonna weigh his options and whatever option makes more sense. I'm not gonna put. I don't even like putting a percentage on it. But if I was forced to, I'd put it fifty fifty. That that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying your ninety percent's wrong either. I'm just I can't really quantify the percentage. I mean, sportsbook.com tries to do that, right? 
Yeah, they also put the Warriors at minus nine hundred. Yeah, which is which is literally one percent. <laughs> that was that was very. Uh, I'm sure after that. Oh, you're like, talking about the uh, yeah. No, they put the Warriors at minus nine hundred to win the series. Uh, after what was it, game four? Yep. That or after game three. Hey, yeah, that might have been a good bet. Maybe they knew CP three was gonna get hurt. Well, minus nine hundred. That wouldn't have been a. Yeah, I'm saying that you can still win that if you took him at minus 900. Yeah, but, but I'm just yeah, saying. So right now, the the odds for LeBron James is plus 125 Cleveland, plus 375 Houston, and plus 375 LA, plus 375 Philadelphia. So basically... So I'm right. My odds it, were a little higher yeah, <laughs> because he's already in Cleveland. Yeah, That's why. Like it's if he was playing in LA right now, the odds would probably be the most It's for literally like LA. 40% Cleveland, 20% Houston, 20 LA, 20 Philly. So it's more likely they're saying that he... Ends up in Cleveland over all the other places, or but all the other places combined have a higher op, higher percentage than Cleveland. So it's, it, it doesn't matter. It's not argue percentages. It's, so other he, has more than Cleveland, but what team has the most percentage? Cleveland because he's already there. If he was playing for the Heat right now, who would have the highest percentage? The Miami Heat, or maybe the Cleveland Cavaliers in his head. I don't know. I wonder when he was. Le- like, I wonder when he was into in his head. We're not in his head. We're talking about sports books. Yeah, yeah, I know. Not in his head. He's probably like, I got to beat Boston tonight. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's very true. <laughs> In his head, anyway, he's like 530 Easter or 530 yeah, Pacific I mean, time. I, Boston I mean, Celtics. Who You got you got Cleveland tonight? Oh, I, I, I got Cleveland winning tonight. I, I'm going to do a little JC here. Final score, 102-95. Cleveland Cavaliers cover the minus six and a half point spread. I like that. Um, a little JC, you know? I like that. I think it's going to be 122 to 108. Cleveland. Wow, 122. That's Cleveland wins, they win big. I That's think. a very good point. And the poor Celtics, you think they're okay today? They're on the road. You think oh, they're not okay, no. I mean, they're on the road, they're sad. This team, Why can't this team win on the road? Because they're, they're a bunch of 12-year-olds. I mean, what do you want them to do? Win that, a game on the road? First of all, it's not shocking they don't win a game on the road. I don't feel bad for them if they're not a game on the road. It's just they are a super-duper young team. And that's what happens. You can't win on the road. And I don't blame them. They, you know what? I will never judge them for not winning a game on the road. They're a bunch of 18-year-olds making it to the Eastern Conference Finals up 3-2 yeah. on LeBron. That's fine. Don't win a game on the road. Like, good for you. You're, you're about to, you might go to a Game 7 with LeBron James, the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not even going to ask you guys to well, win a game. Well, here's a question. because I mean, We might be on – you might post it on Twitter. We might post it on Instagram. We might even post it on Facebook. But let's say, assuming the Cavaliers win and force a Game 7, which would be Sunday – who wins Game Seven? Wouldn't have to do with Facebook and Twitter. And what? I'm saying we might come on live or put something on with our actual predictions for the game, but just in case we do not, let's just say the Cavs win tonight. Who wins Game Seven? Well, LeBron. I agree. So that's why I, I mean, like, but that's what. That, that's kind of my whole point is the reason I'd say LeBron is because he's playing against 18 year olds, and so yeah. why would I even expect him to win a game on the road in the first place? Yep. Right? Because that's just not what rookies and second-year players are supposed to do okay. in the playoffs. Yeah, and, I agree. I, I completely agree. And you can't you. criticize these young guys for doing that because at the end of the day, you shouldn't even be where you're at. Right. And that's impressive in itself. Uh, let's get to some of the comments. And then, right. uh, then I got one more quick topic I just wanted to mention. Um, Har- Gabe said, Harden got to have a big game on Saturday if they want to wrap this series up. Agree. I think even if they don't win, he needs to have a big game to show that he's that he's a threat. Right. But but what he said is correct, I think, 100%. If they want to wrap the series up on on Saturday, James Harden has to have a big game. Oh, yeah. And, and I just think even in general, 
if he has a really bad game, and let's say they're going to Game Seven in Houston, I just think momentum-wise, that's not good for him. I, let's say if Chris Paul is out, I'm saying, right. I think even if he has a great game and they happen to lose, I'm just not. I'm not at the point. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't think. I think if he had a horrible game and lost, it's really bad momentum mentally for him, and it's great for the Warriors mentally going into Houston. I agree. If he has a great game, at least he's going to have some confidence rolling back home. Absolutely. Even after a loss. Absolutely. Dane said, George, you're going to rock wear Rockets jersey today too? No. Nah, he refuses. Why would I? Gabe said, shout out to the National Basketball Players Association has launched a mental health and wellness program for all players with former players, Keon Doodle, as serving as director. That's really cool. Hey, shout out to the NBA for that. Shout out to hey, mental NBA. health is no joke. Although people hate on the the NFL for doing stuff for CT, but like they're, they're, they 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 kind of both doing the same exact thing. They both help players after, and they both have the same anthem rules, and they both it's kind of the same. What does it have to do with mental health? Because they they're, they're talking about like depression and stuff. I know, but like the NBA and the NFL kind of do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but this. Okay, I'm just saying because he said that's why I love the NBA, but I just oh, think over the, the N- N- over the NFL. Yeah, I just oh, think the NFL no. is getting a little too much bashing. I don't think that, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, okay. like everyone's yeah. talking about how much better the NBA is in association. It's actually kind of the same. It's kind of the same. I think internally the NFL has a little more issues, with some stuff, um, but it's it's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. There's not a huge difference. And Gabe said Kevin Durkant. I agree. <laughs> that's a good one, actually. He said, uh, here's two horrible scenarios. Chris Paul missing time costs Houston a series and a trip to the finals. Uh, the Rockets still win the West, but Chris Paul can't play in the NBA finals. See, I, here's the thing. I'm not going to – I don't think there's a 0% chance that, you know, Harden has a great game and they win without Paul. But right. The problem is the last thing I want in the world is for the Rockets to go to the finals and have CP3 out. I completely – You know how awful that would be? Yeah, it'd be – I. I don't like that Chris Paul isn't even playing uh, tomorrow. It just sucks for basketball. It really does. Gabe said, game six, secret weapon, Zaza. He's going to go for Harden. <laughs> There's a possibility. Hey, they, they didn't even need Zaza. to, to his, Just his presence in that building hurt Chris Paul's hamstring. Devin said, hey, George, smiley face. Hi, Devin. <laughs> I think that was like, hey, George, Rockets win, smiley face kind of thing. I know. Uh, Gabe said, the last time LeBron didn't make the NBA Finals, Matt Schaub led the NFL in passing. Josh Hamilton was the best player in baseball. Uh, Jason Tatum was 12. Angry Birds is the number one app. Lost signed off. The first iPad was released. That's actually pretty crazy. <laughs> What's wrong with Mash Up? No, all that yeah. was crazy. I know. Omar said, Luke Mute and Andre come back in the rotation, light it up from behind the arc, but James has not proven anyone wrong since he was sent home by Manu last year. He, I think he meant Anderson instead of Ander. I was wondering who, who said that? Omar, ah, so he kind of agrees with me, huh? Yeah, but you, uh, you're saying it a little differently. No, that's exactly yeah, because it hasn't proven you right. Because you're just saying he's a choker, which I think no, I don't know. Choker is a bad word. I don't like to use that word anymore. I'm with you on that. He just has been underwhelming in the playoffs. I agree, but I just think he's. I think he's been offensively underwhelming. I think he is definitely the where I disagree and think he's proven some things wrong is the fact that. He, when he is underperforming on offense, this year he's actually performing in other areas, which doesn't fill up a stat sheet, mm-hmm. but he's actually trying in other areas Fair to make enough. an impact. Where in past years, I will give you this he was underwhelming in the playoffs offensively, defensively, vocally, leadership wise, 
and all of it. And mm. I feel like this is the first year he's become more self-aware. Yeah, he's, he's self-aware. Others. That's the one I'm getting so I guess credit on Maybe that. on the court, you could say, I just think mentally he's proven me wrong in a sense. Okay. More than anything. Um, Johnny Michael said, Rockets, baby. What's good? Omar said, now you have to spell D'Antoni with a D. Right, George? Smiley face? Hey, he's they've played a lot better defense. I'm still not going to spell it for Devo. <laughs> Man, they've played better defense than the Warriors. Yeah, they have. Me. They really have. I, I, I agree. What is going on? This world is upside down. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous just to drive home. Like, things aren't right. Things are not right. Devin said, I had Rockets in seven until this injury. Sammy, Warriors in seven now. They will sweep LeBron. I don't and know. Omar said, no, Devin. Rockets in seven. Uh, I got the Warriors in seven, and I think that they don't sweep LeBron. I think LeBron wins two games against them. Uh, I think they would sweep, sweep LeBron, and then we're going to sit back and talk about how good this Rockets team really was. Yep. Um, that's just my feeling. And, and for me, one big thing here is I'm with you, Devin, that it's Warriors in seven with this injury, but I'm not so sure that this injury means Chris Paul has helped both games. Yes, but I'm, I wonder wh- how hobbled he really is. If he's it, playing, I think he's gonna be good enough to play because he did this game seven against the San Antonio Spurs with a hurt hamstring. Right. Hit the game-winning layup. You don't remember I that? do remember that. In San Antonio. Awesome. In San Antonio, yeah. So let's see what happens. Uh, Omar says, from a, uh, in my favorite way, he said, source, in quotes, because as you guys know, sources say, that's kind of my least favorite thing in the world. He will be joining the Rockets, and the Rockets will change their name. All right. So the LeBron, it's... The Brockets. The Brockets. Huh. How would just the the Brockets? The Brockets? Yeah. Like it's bruh and Rockets. Bruh, Bron, Rockets, Rockets. I don't know. I don't like any of these options. We'll stick with the Rockets. Devin said, Sammy, I'm usually on your side when it comes to LeBron. But look back at this year. He took the load the whole season. If LeBron was not on that team, they'd be a 20 and 62. I completely agree. He He's, okay. he's carried them. But... To the point of why I'm not so sold in other situations, it's kind of based off of your theory, actually, too. Is okay, Rockets, maybe he doesn't want to join another MVP. Mm. Sixers, maybe he doesn't want to go to a team that's, that's you know, supposed to be the next big right. thing. Lakers, we're talking about if he wasn't on this team, they'd be 20 and 62. Lakers are only like a 29, 30 win team. So it's kind of the same situation. Yeah, but if you add him and Paul George, which I, I is that, that's that, fair. But that's the same that's as my team. So now we're talking the same exact hypotheticals, which yeah, means both high. our hypotheticals are slightly incorrect. Because for me, I'm saying he's going to get free agents in. Cleveland, I and you're saying he he's going to get free agent. Well, he's gone. He's had Kyrie Irving. He's had Kevin Love. And not free agent. Not free agent. He's not a had a trade where he, he's never Kevin had, Love agreed to resign. Yeah, but he was in Minnesota. He's never had one free agent pre this team, like when the first time he was in Cleveland, and this time in Cleveland, he's never had one major free agent come and join him. True, but he probably could have got a free agent in 2010. Well, they couldn't get Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh to come there. But he probably could have got some other free agents on the market. Within those last eight years, I'm pretty certain somebody would have came and joined LeBron. Maybe. It's Cleveland. That's the only problem. Players don't seem like they like. I I can't remember one major free agent the Cleveland Cavaliers have ever signed. LeBron James. Yeah, he was outside, a major free agent. Uh, okay, yeah, but outside of a guy who's from Cleveland, I don't know. I just, I just outside, won that answer. Okay, yeah, outside of the hometown hero, LeBron I don't know. James, I'm just I'm, you're right. You're right. One for one on your answer. You're right, but outside of the hometown hero, have they ever signed a free agent in Cleveland? No, but the question okay. was major free you're agent, outside, LeBron James, I'm, baby. All right, you're right. 
Got it. They actually got the greatest free agent of all time. This guy has so many rebuttals to like. He knows exactly what oh, I mean. Oh, George is complaining because Sammy got the answer yeah, that, right. No, I'm trying to ask. That that, I'm said. trying to get the right. Omar answer. said he will stay, and the GM player will clean the house. New coach, new roster. Well, yeah, Kevin Love's out. If he's out. Coach yeah. Oh, out. yeah. Tyron Lue's not staying. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, why they might not? Stay. They what, might keep him. Why they don't pay want for another coach? Yeah, there's no need. Uh, yeah, but. I don't know. Actually, they can't get rid of Thompson and Le- they can't get rid of all these guys. I don't know. I, I, it's, not, I don't know. I, it's not LeBron's problem, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be his problem. He's gone. Who cares? Yeah, he, he doesn't care. Devin said maybe dot dot dot. I don't know what to say. He does stay in Cleveland and says fuck the championship rings and just racks up individual stats for the next few years. I think LeBron's above that. Yes and no. We don't know what he's going to be like to finish his career, though. We don't. As much as we still see him as far and beyond the best player, he is turning 34 next season. Yes, that's true. So who knows where he's going to really be at? Uh, Mutro said, I agree with Sammy. He's more likely to stay with the Cavs. Um, thank you. I agree. And uh, Devin says, why stay with a stash team? Honestly, I hope he loses tonight. Wow. Yeah, here's the problem for me. I hope he loses kind of because I'm almost like I don't really need to go see him lose a game seven or go lose in four in the finals. But I have some weird belief right now that for some reason there's a small crack open to win the championship this year. More than I believed a week ago. Yeah, for LeBron. And, and that's not why I want him to win tonight or game seven. I, I mean, I enjoy watching the best basketball player in the world. So if I can get him in the NBA finals and watch him more, whether they win or lose, the more good basketball I have, the better. That's fair. That's how I feel. Uh, Amucho said Cavs need to play Corver more in order to win. I agree. He says Chris Paul seems to always be hurt during the playoffs. He does. True. This is the, what, third time he's gotten injured in the playoffs and had to miss games? Yeah, but this time is just the most devastating because it's yes. like we're talking about game six of a Western. Like, he's made it this far. So this is not the time to get hurt. But it, it wouldn't, let's say they do go on to lose this series and Chris Paul is hurt. Isn't it kind of just symbolize his career? The, always, this, I, I mean, I, I, what's that book called? I didn't call Chris Paul's career a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, like yesterday's non-contact. Non-contact injury. Him and Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin gets hurt once in the playoffs. Chris Paul has to do everything himself. He couldn't. He was in New Orleans. Bad situation. He got traded to the Lakers of Kobe Bryant, and then all of a sudden they vetoed the trade. Like, it's literally a series of unfortunate events. And, you know, the NBA doesn't get enough flack for that. I, I know. Isn't it? It's literally the weirdest. David Stern legit vetoed a trade for Chris Paul. Went while they owned the fucking team. Yeah. The NBA owned the Hornets. They had no Hornet at that time. They traded them and then vetoed their own trade. Yeah, it's a monopoly. Yep. Dane said, the NBA commissioner is way better than the NFL. I mean, Goodell literally gets booed for every pick, he says, at the draft. It's pretty awesome, to be honest, though. I'm not... My thing is, I have no feelings. I told George a hundred times. I have no feeling about Goodell. He's never done anything that, like, awful and never done anything. He's had some bad cases on, like, with Ray Rice, only a three-game suspension, this and that. But... I mean, I mean, I don't love Goodell, and but we act like Adam Silver is God gifts to Earth. Like, what has he really done that's like makes him like, oh my God, dude, Adam Silver is so he much said, better. Pretty much, Adam Silver says he'll consider everything for change. Yeah, right? so he'll consider it. Yeah, he, he says, he, oh, I'll he, consider betting. I'll handled, consider this. And he handled the uh, Donald Sterling situation very well. Yeah, but I'm just saying for me. Uh, but can I say one thing? We always say that about him. He handled the Donald Sterling situation so well. 
Uh, Jerry Richardson, the owner of the Panthers, got uh, accused of being a racist and sexual assault, right? With or no so, proof. With no proof, and Goodell forced And the player him. said, no, he didn't. And Goodell forced him to sell the team. Yeah. But dude, just, we have to ignore that. Yeah, but in that situation, though, Donald Sterling had proof. Maybe you can give Goodell some hate for making himself the team while the players were all saying no. He's right, that's racist. true, too. But I'm just but, saying people act like Goodell hates, like, like, I think they're both fine and they're both not perfect. But right. I think Adam Silver's probably Better. been a little more transparent with people and like more of a people person. Uh AKA like why I think everyone loves Obama as a president was because he used to go up, say the right thing, and make you feel good. And that's what you're supposed to do when you're the face of something. Right. And I and I do like Adam Silver more than I like Roger Goodell. Me too, because he makes you yeah. feel like he's understanding what your point is. Right. That's, that's kind of my point here. Uh Devin said I totally agree, Dane, and he agrees with Raider. Um Gabe said LeBron goes for 50 to 9. Cavs win. 114.98. Beautiful. I bet he goes 50. And Gabe said, sorry to go off topic, but this is kind of off topic. I was going to use it as a hashtag today because there was a lot of hate going on around uh, Twitter on Drake. Uh, some some beef of Drake and whatever. But he said, I don't know why these dudes keep coming at Drake like he's got, uh, he's not going to come at your throat with rebuttals. Undefeated with the diss tracks. LOL. Goat shit. And um, I never hate on Drake. I don't hate on Drake either. Who, who dissed him today? I don't know. It's probably some trash rapper. It's actually a good move. If I was a rapper, I'd just diss Drake and hope that he... He disses me and then... me back. Um, Right. Pusha T. Oh, Pusha T did. I tweeted about Pusha T today. Did you see his album cover? Uh, With Kanye and... Yeah, Whitney Houston's thing. Yeah, they paid $80,000 to take a picture. So people were offended by that. Like, bro, how could you use Whitney Houston's drugs like on your album cover? Like, why are you glorifying drugs? It's like, I'm like... Pusha T raps about drugs. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's true. Like, if you if you're offended by uh, if you're offended by Pusha T's lyrics, okay, I get it. Don't listen to him. Now, but now you're offended by his album cover. But I, I just don't understand. I don't understand it either. But I don't hate on Drake. Most importantly, and uh, Pusha T has nothing on Drake. So go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. He's gonna get you. With Good for Pusha T though. Now, like you know, his name's out there a little more. Cavs in seven. Dane asked, Cavs in how many games? Sammy? Cavs in seven. LeBron's winning tonight. And he's not losing game seven. Yeah, I, I got Cavaliers in seven. And then games. Warriors or Rockets in four or five. And if Chris Boss playing for the Rockets and they make it somehow and he's healthy, they're going to win in four or five. Yeah, I, I have either way six. Straight up. Yeah. All right. We'll be back um, maybe Sunday, maybe Monday. Depends on what what's going on. Yeah, it depends playoffs. on what transpires. We might go live this weekend, so keep your eyes open. We might go live Monday. I know it's Memorial Day, but just keep your eyes open. Turn on your notifications. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, at Sound Sports. Find us on iTunes. Just type in Sound Live. Find us on SoundCloud, at Sound Live. If you, you miss us during the weekend and you didn't see us go live, you could check if we had our podcast up because if we went live, there'd be a podcast too. So you can find us all there and we'll be back for our next episode either Sunday, maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday, depending on how the weekend goes for episode 425. George, this is Sports on Tap and this is Sports Radio Redefined. Peace. Individual results may vary. When it comes to vein disease and those embarrassing, painful varicose and spider veins, no one is immune. Just ask three-time beach volleyball gold medalist Misty May Trainer. I was surprised to see I had vein disease. I didn't think I was old enough. I'm a working mom of three young ones and I still coach. I need my legs healthy and performing at their best. That's when Misty went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors of Vein Clinics of America specialize in the latest laser therapies and minimally invasive treatments. It's like they turn back time. The veins they 
treated are completely gone, and the procedure happens so fast. For over 35 years, women and men have been enjoying healthy, strong, and youthful-looking legs thanks to Vein Clinics of America, like gold medalist Misty May Trainer. Vein Clinics of America work for me, and they can work for you, too. Call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Most treatments are covered by insurance. 800-307-4200. That's 800-307-4200. 800-307-4200.